always wonder why people put ice in their wine. Like, doesn't it water it down? <sighs> yeah, usually my white – okay, I didn't explain that well enough. I'm out of red wine, which I prefer. I had a bottle of white wine up in my wine rack, but – it wasn't oh, in the fridge. It wasn't cold. And so then Got I had it. to put ice in it. And it's well, just not as it's not as good. Anyway, um, anyway, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I hope you leave all of that in there. <laughs> this wine intro. is the We Talk Real Talk podcast, and this week, Lydia and I are, or, 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 <laughs> Lydia and I are just going to have a little life chat, life update with you all. You know, yeah, it's one just, of those weeks, and I feel like we say that a lot, but it's one of those weeks. <laughs> Every week is one of those weeks. <laughs> I know that <laughs> you all are feeling it too. We're all feeling it. And I read in the news, I read in the news that <laughs> this week was going to be the hardest week, like mentally, like this week was going to be that week that we're all really? just like, what the heck? Yeah, I read that. I don't know how accurate it is. I mean, I'm sure, huh. I'm sure as every week progresses, it's going to just get harder and harder, but that's what like, I read, that this week is kind of just hitting people like, damn. I don't even know what week we're – like, what week even is this? Third? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even know. So, yeah, like Paige said, we we just wanted to give you guys a life update from our end on what's changed, what's stayed the same, what's gotten us through day-to-day, and just casual. Keep it casual. Yep, and obviously – People listen to podcasts to probably kind of escape reality a bit. Um, You might not want to hear like COVID, 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 COVID. So we're not going to talk about COVID, 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 but that is our life right now. So we probably will mention it a few times. Um, We just want to be real with you. So yeah, it's all about realness. So I want to start off by saying, I just want to get the bad stuff out of the way. Cause like, that's just how I think. I'm like, let's just get, get the bad stuff over with. So let's do it. I don't know if you can see, Paige, but do my cheeks look red? I can't tell. You can't tell? Okay. You're, you're so, little on my screen, so. <laughs> well, <laughs> so it looks almost like I have like a sunburn on my cheeks, like right here, and it's a rash from the masks that I have to wear at work. That's so and horrible. I know. Um, And underneath my nose, like I'm breaking out. Like it looks like I'm going through puberty again. Well, because... yeah. I mean, what other time in your life have you ever had something touch that part of your face for a long no. period of time? Like your skin's well, probably like, what the heck? Right. And it's different for me because, you know, I my job is so physical. I mean, physical therapy. So <laughs> it's not like I'm just <laughs> – in case you didn't know what I did. <laughs> you know, so it's not like I'm just wearing the mask. And I'm just sitting at my computer, but like I'm physically moving patients and being active all day. And so I, by the end of the day, I'm sweaty. Like my yeah, face like is sweaty. Without a mask, you'd be sweating. Oh, and yeah. And with the mask, you're like sweating. <laughs> no, I know. It's so bad. And because of the mask, I can't really drink much water during the day anymore. Not that I could a ton before, but I definitely can't now. And so I get home and I'm like super dehydrated and that's just like yeah. a consistent thing. And for me, I think those two things have been really crappy, but the rash thing is new because we just started wearing masks and now I'm like, oh gosh, I, 
I'm going to have just red cheeks permanently. Hopefully, as time goes on, if this continues for a while, your skin will just get used to it. I mean... I know. I'd prefer to wear the cloth ones, but at our facility right now, we're not we're not, not allowed, allowed to. to. Yeah. That was one of my questions I had for you. I know. I wish I wish I could wear a cloth one and then wash it just like every night, wash it and then put it yeah. on in the morning. I'd prefer to like do that. Like that'd be more sanitary anyway. Right. Right. But alas. That's so interesting to me. I know. Tell Tell them about how you only get four. Yeah. So... As you guys have probably heard in the news right now, um, a lot of facilities are running out of PPE, so personal protective equipment, and facilities are trying, all across the country, are trying to protect their workers and the um, the guests, residents, patients, um, but we also don't want to use all of the equipment right now, like, if you don't have to, so essentially... Our facility, we're given four masks a month, and we have to wear a mask every day. And then that, when we're done at the end of the day, that mask goes into a different bag, and it's like on rotation, so to speak. Um, and when you walk in during, like, first thing in in the morning, you take the mask out and you write four days from what the current day is, and that's the next time you can wear that mask. So, like today. I wrote on, we're recording on a Monday, actually, so I can't wear that mask again until Friday, and that all four of those masks have to last the entire month of April, um, which is just kind of crazy, but, you know, it's better than not having anything, like some facilities, they don't have anything, Um, yeah, I don't know, it's it's rough, it's, and I think... I think at least some of the patients like it. Some of them, I think, are getting even more freaked out because of the masks. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking like, oh my gosh, do you have something? And right. So the amount of times I've had to explain this is a precaution, you know, it's it's for, you know, your benefit, you know, and that's truly why we're wearing it is so that if we have something, we're not giving it to our patients. And they just like don't realize that up front, obviously, until you, after you explain it to them. Um, but yeah, I... Very sweaty, very rashy. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Yum. (laughs) I know, I know. Okay, so what about you? What would you say has been, like, the most frustrating thing or difficult thing for you? It can be from work or just in any capacity. If you can't think of something, I'll I'll say something that I think you'd agree with, but just keep keep going. Oh, wait, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say this is just, like, a complete aside I really miss going to coffee shops. That was like one of the things I did like all the time by myself or with John. And I mean, I know you can drive through Starbucks or whatever in certain places, but I would, I would feel very motivated in the morning, like on Saturdays when I knew I had to get stuff done, if I was going to go to a coffee shop and get stuff done. And I, you know, that's such a simple little thing that I feel like you wouldn't think about missing. And I'm like, it's a game changer. Yeah, we're very similar in that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. we love our coffee shops. I know. And like your breweries and stuff. And I sure. mean, I guess all restaurants, but that's just such, I feel bad about myself when I'm like, oh, I miss I miss going out to eat. Like, oh my right. gosh, woe is me. Like, you're going right. to be fine. But yeah, no, that is something that, I mean, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> it does suck. I'm, yeah. No, I it, think that, it is sad though. It is like, sad. I mean, I don't know. That's when John would come and visit. Like, that's all we would do is we'd go on like dates and stuff. And 
I mean, not that he can't visit for quite some time, which is a whole different conversation. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it does stink because people going out, you know, on a Friday night with their friends, with their coworkers, to, you know, celebrate the end of the week. Like there was so much, so much more camaraderie in going out and doing things than I think we ever truly realized. Does yeah. that make sense? No, it doesn't. I feel I feel like because of all this, the the way we lived before. I feel like nothing's going to be the same, right? You're, yeah. You're going to look at things differently. You're going to feel differently about certain things. And I just feel like the way – I'm getting the chills again. I got the chills last week. <laughs> I feel like the way life is going to be after this when we go back to normal, quote, unquote, it's going to be different. I know. And I, and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Probably a good thing. Probably. Yeah, I know. Well, and then not to make it negative, but I was hearing on the news too that they're comparing this to like Pearl Harbor attacks, 9-11 attacks, like the magnitude of this in, in the sense of how it's going to change and affect our, our world. Right. And I was like, that's in, I mean, that's insane. It is. Obviously we weren't alive for Pearl Harbor and 9-11, <laughs> you know, we were barely alive for like, I remember bits and pieces of things, but you know, and I know our parents always said, oh, you know, you could get through security so fast back before 9-11 and then obviously that all changed but I think we grew up with always pretty much for the most part knowing we have to go through security and all the rules and whatever um so I don't know from a healthcare side of things I have no idea how things are going to change on my end in terms of infection control and just protective equipment and yeah I have no idea how things are going to change or even think about like big venue like event spaces if if this covid thing was a seasonal like thing like the flu i talked to john about this the other day i was like what if every year we'd have to do like a two-month quarantine it was just like april and may every year we all were home everything shut down isn't that insane to think about yeah i know you i know I know you don't like it based off of your no, facial expression, I don't like but <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> okay, I but what? I... I was gonna say, but how how crazy would it be if in our world, if that became a thing, April and May then became like like quote vacation time, but you still had vacation time later, but like you you took it as like a reprieve of from life and you spent those two months two months like bettering yourself bettering your family you know what I mean and then the next you were all ready for the next 10 months and everything was open again and everything was great I don't know so I mean I it's a really interesting concept to think about that is it's very interesting what were you gonna say though I was gonna say that I know where I work people above me keep saying like I work in a school district and they keep saying public education as we know it is now forever changed because oh definitely because our students are home and if you work in a district like mine you don't have any technology for your students at home and it's just it's changing everything it's changing how we do things it's changing how we think about things and it's just so crazy even even my boss is like I don't know what education is going to look like after this after this ends. she's like I don't know what it's gonna look what what it's going to look like but it's going to be different things are going to change because of this I know and that's just weird to think about because we don't know what that looks like you can't you can't picture how it looks like you can't imagine it but it's going to happen I know 
Well, and we're, I mean, we as humans, we're so resilient. Like, I know we all hate change. Most of us hate change. But at the end of the day, we adapt. That's just, it's literally in our DNA to do to do that. Like, you adapt and survive or you die. And I, like, that's super morbid. I, I, I get it. But the majority of us adapt. We adapt and we survive. And that's just, we, that's what we do as humans. And, but it is crazy to think about, you know, how is life going to be six months from now, a year from now? I don't know. I don't know. Crazy. Crazy stuff. <laughs> okay, so positive things. What positive things have either come out of the last couple of weeks or what things make have made you happy? Positive update, everybody. I got a Peloton. I thought you were going to talk about your dog. Oh, shoot. I forgot about the dog. Well, okay, everybody, okay, backtrack two, a little bit. Two updates. <laughs> two updates for my end. I have a new puppy. His name is Finn. Oh, and he, he is, is so cute. now nine weeks old. He is a mutt. I have a picture of his parents. They are both mutts, as far as I can tell. So he's a mutt. I don't know what he is. But you know what? He got so big this week, and I am Did freaking he really? out. I'm freaking out. I think he's going <laughs> to be so big. And if you know me... You know that, one, I didn't want a dog for a long time. Then I started to want a dog, but I wanted, like, a medium-sized, smallish dog. Okay, well, this dog is not going to be medium-sized. <laughs> this dog has grown so much. He's so heavy now. His paws are huge. I'm I like, told you I to got? look at his paws. Well, I did. Jimmy, Jimmy and I picked the one with the smallest paws. Oh. He, but he's really good. He, We're potty training him. He's doing He's doing okay. He, what, what's annoying about the potty training situation is that he'll go outside, but if he has to go inside, he doesn't let you know. He's just like, you have to just watch him. And I'm like, right. if, okay, bud, you get a treat when you go out, so why don't right. you whine a little bit and I'll take you outside. But instead, he only whines when he's bored. So then you, you're confused. It's just, it's a mess, but he's doing okay. <laughs> how, how has MJ and Finn, like, how have they been? Oh my gosh. They have, okay, well, M- MJ has surprised me. She has been an angel like a true angel and so she's been so good we have been up behind a baby gate which she's almost like able to jump over now which is extremely (laughs) terrifying but she she walks up to it she'll look at him she has not hissed once she hasn't meowed really once she'll make little like noises if he barks Mm-hmm. but he doesn't bark much and she doesn't make many noises and they just kind of look at each other she definitely plays like the territory card like when jimmy and i are sitting on the couch she'll come and like lay on my lap and stare at him like haha <laughs> you're behind the baby gate and i'm out here oh so she does gosh. that kind of thing but she's never like mean to him That's and she, so she, funny. she's still like kind of scared of him but she's very very interested and finn could not care any less he does not he does not care at all he like he he just doesn't even notice her that's that's amazing no that's honestly that i that could have gone so much worse like their initial meeting you know Uh, the first time penny my cat ever met a dog it was horrible granted this dog was super annoying and jumpy and big and yippy and just like running around all over and it wasn't like a slow and controlled behind a baby gate type of thing it was like this huge dog penny had never seen a dog before so of course she freaks out she jumps on top of the cabinets and is like freaking out but if you do it in a controlled way for the most part pets handle it you know and i think that the the best thing we did was that we didn't actually introduce them 
we yeah. never had like a meet and greet like because that's scary <laughs> a meet and you, greet. you know when people put them next to each other and they're like hi this is you know like here look oh, at each other they like, freaked that's scary. out yeah, yeah so we never did that so Finn just kind of existed behind the bathroom door for a few days she she knew he was there she could smell him and then after that he existed behind a baby gate and that's where he's been ever since and I think now she's just like okay well there's something back there and I guess he lives here now so, amazing yeah he's so cute i love him <laughs> okay he's so that so was big. you're gonna be like what the heck i know you have to you. send me yeah you have to send me something i'll, I'll bring then... him into the frame later okay okay so that was positive surprise number one okay number two my next life update i got a peloton and it's just for, for those who don't know what a peloton is it is like a I don't want to say stationary bike because that sounds really like old ladyish. <laughs> it's like but a spin bike. Yeah. So like think, um, yeah, think soul soul cycle. It's that type of bike where you you have specific shoes that you strap on, like to actually make the bike. You go. clip them in, and yeah, it, it it's electronic in that there's like a screen attached to it, and you can log on to live classes, and you see them on your screen, and there's a leaderboard, mm-hmm. and your heart rate's hooked up to it, and all these motivating factors are with this bike. And so you can sign up for a live class and that kind of holds you accountable. Your phone will notify you 15 minutes before your class is supposed to start. And there's an instructor typically live on the other end that's about to like coach you, which is just so motivating. And it, I mean, it works. It's so cool. And and I, I've always wanted one for, well, not always. I mean, for a long time I've wanted one. And I was always planning on getting one this summer when I moved, but now that I'm home and I mean, what better time to get an at-home workout thing than when I'm at home and cannot work out anywhere else but my home, so. So you did the first workout, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you never, we we said we were going to, you were going to update me when we talked, so how how was it? It was good. I loved it. I, I, (laughs) so in these workouts, they can give you like little shout outs because they can see who's riding, right? So mm-hmm. I, I'm riding and having a great time, figured it all out finally. And all of a sudden I hear him shout Paige out and I'm like, holy shit, like he called me out. Like, that's so cool. Well, then I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, there's like 20 people in this room taking this class. This must be old because there's no way they would be doing that now. So I realized that I was doing an encore class, which basically means it was like a popular class that they then pushed out again and the people taking the class then were new we, we were oh. all taking it together but the class itself was pre-recorded so oh. I'm like oh dang it it wasn't me but what are the chances that that's funny I took a class my first class he shouted out somebody named Paige like me and I'm you're like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like thanks dude like that's awesome okay but. you sound so positive though because my first experience with the Peloton I I was dead like I it killed me it, like a good type of kill but right. I I just the best way I could describe it to, to John at the time was I am so used to running as my cardio and nothing else so when you switch formats that was really so hard for hard. me that's how I felt my first soul cycle class yeah well and it's different too because you know when you run sure you can like do sprints but like who really does sprints honestly because I don't <laughs> you know and even um like tempo runs you know where you you run a little faster I hate tempo yeah runs. i i hate them too and i don't do them often <laughs> and so you know i didn't really have anything truly like taxing that type of my cardiovascular system and 
it it's just it's so it pushes you to a whole other extreme you you but you feel really good when you get done like you feel like damn I just crushed that workout or like yeah I I just remember at at John's place (laughs) every workout I did I would get off my bike or get off the bike and I would just be like on the ground because I couldn't move because I was so sweaty and so exhausted (laughs) that's a good feeling though oh for sure it's such a yeah it's worth it no for sure and I'm trying to think of what other like positive things that have have been helping me get through I don't know I just life's the same it's just I feel like we're going about it differently and right different routines and just finding like a new normal in a time when like it's not normal at all adapting to adapting to change there you go (laughs) I will say one thing that John and I have just recently started and when I say just recently I mean within the last week (laughs) so it hasn't lasted very long but you know you know Rachel Hollis you know writes all the books great motivational speaker whatever have you heard of the this like 90 day challenge that she's doing Paige um no I've been like scrolling past her posts recently okay (laughs) so so that's funny (laughs) so normally they'll do like the last 90 day challenge of like the year and I've never done it before it's like 90 days and you follow her like top five things like drink more water blah 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 like all of that stuff and then there's usually like weekly challenges and stuff and sometimes it costs money sometimes it doesn't and I was like well no I'm not gonna spend money I'm not gonna do that whatever well she's offering it everything like completely for free now and so starting last week you for the next 90 90 days she every week she essentially produces like kind of like a lecture um or a short little motivational speech whatever that's like 30 to 40 minutes and every week there's a different theme and you're supposed to kind of like let that theme for the week carry you know carry you through the week so to speak and then in addition you're supposed to do those five things so one of them is drink half your body weight in water um move your body at least 30 minutes get up an extra hour early and do something like just for just for you um oh daily gratitude and then the last one which is what I'm getting to is give up something like food related or whatnot that is not good for you and give it up for 30 days (sighs) so guys I gave up wine I'm so sad about it but it's fine um I I also, with all of this craziness going on, I needed, I need to feel in control. And when I, I, and I know I probably should just like let that go, but if I don't feel in control, I feel really anxious. And I just felt like I can't, I can't control what's happening in the world. I can't control the fact that I have to get up and go to work and can't stay home. Like I can't control those things. They're out of my control. What can I change? One of those things was, you know, what I'm putting into my body. And although I love wine, I, and, you know, having a drink or whatnot, I was kind of using it as a crutch. And like, this is absolutely real talk. I, I was drinking way too much wine because I would be really sad every single night and every single week. And 
then I would drink wine and then I would get more sad and it was just like a vicious cycle and then the wine maybe made me want to eat more food and it, it was just I just needed to control something and for me um I just wanted to like get rid of that and I started um and Rachel Hollis has talked about this because she kind of dealt she she had an issue with like alcohol at like at night you know the whole concept of like oh I need a drink you know so many people like will get home from work or be done with work and say oh I need a drink and I was guilty of that I've been guilty of that for the last like two years and it makes me really it makes me really sad like I don't like I don't like thinking like that that oh was the day that yeah that I need it like I need this in order to deal with my life like I I just I don't like it I love having a drink with friends like when you're feeling good and like you know it's a get together and yeah like let's open up a bottle of wine or you know it's you're having a movie night at home and you know you and your significant other want want some food I meant if you're gonna have a drink with your significant other or friends or whatever like that's totally fine but just needing it to get through the day I just didn't like so I said you know what it's gonna be an alcohol free April and my budget will will help me a little bit or save me save me thank me that's the word I'm looking for my budget will thank me too because it can be expensive if you buy lots of wine so that was my positive thing that I'm doing and then my other small positive thing I used to wake up in the morning and like probably like the majority of us go on Facebook and Instagram and whatnot and my day would start with the news and would start super unhappy and I didn't like that so I have just recently started to go on Pinterest in the morning with like my coffee and I've been like uh, saving lots of different quotes and whatnot and so you know how whatever you save or like on Pinterest it like pulls up more of those you know in your feed so a good bulk of my feed is just like positive quotes and so that's what I start my day with every day is just like going through for a couple minutes and just like reading through those and it's actually really helped I bet that would help that actually sounds refreshing yeah it it is so I don't know it's just way better than starting the day with negative stuff and it's I mean it's small but I think we got to find what works and just roll with it you know yeah I agree That's it for our little life update. Um, We hope that you all are finding some joy in your days and getting through this and spending time Time talking on the phone with people that you care about and just all of that stuff that is important right now. Yep. And staying safe and healthy. Yes. And thank you to everybody who is out working. We appreciate you. Yes. More than you know. Yes. All right, guys. All right, guys. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) We will talk to you all next week. We cannot wait. Thanks. Bye.